Hello once again. You're welcome to my podcast. You might have heard and perhaps read previous articles on how love is sacrifice, or rather, the sacrifice that love is. But before I delve into how this applies to our everyday life and regular human relationships, I would like to digress upward. As humans, we are privileged to experience two major kinds of love in our lifetime vertical and horizontal. The vertical representing a God-man relationship, while the horizontal kind encompasses all forms of relationship with our fellow humans. One thing to note is that to enjoy a thriving, God-honoring relationship with any human, we must already be deeply rooted in a satisfying one with God. I know some might beg to differ, but the horizontal love takes its source from the vertical kind. Like gravity, holding you to the ground, it centers you, pointing you to the core purpose of your existence. We know that love is given, expressed not only in words, but necessarily backed up by actions. Looking to give more than it seeks to take, being selfless and thoughtful, always seeking the greater good. The sacrifice that love is, is a voluntary one, a choice of the will, done just because, in an unconditional manner, regardless of circumstance. I know all of these sounds like a tall order, something weighty and perhaps burdensome to think about and express, but it is made easier when we rely not on our individual strength, but on that of a higher being, the one whose love defined and personified. And I'm speaking of the person of Jesus Christ. Sacrifice, the measure of it, the weight of it, what it will cost you, is the true measure of love. The ultimate form of expression of love is how much you're willing to sacrifice it. This is a quote made by the renowned TV host Steve Harvey. Behind every sacrificial act should be a higher purpose. You ask yourself, to what end is it? Is it for your gain? Or to the detriment of self and others? Or is it for the advancement of both? Whatever it is that you do should be to the advancement of both parties. Sacrifice is a test of love. However, the love test called sacrifice often becomes a breaking point for most couples. It is a litmus test that examines the strength of the love fondly claimed and professed for one another. Romantic love often has an ulterior motive of what it hopes to obtain in return. On this note, I would like to enunciate that the workings and mechanism of romantic love is based on the value of reciprocity. Reciprocity meaning two people mutually giving of themselves to the other. Reciprocity is the lifeblood of romantic love. Once this becomes missing or absent, the relationship between a couple begins to die gradually. It is therefore of utmost importance that whatever selfless sacrifice or giving of yourself in any form, either material or immaterial, made in the name of love, should be reciprocal now i want us to stop getting confused about this 
Remember, I did say that love should be sacrificial and unconditional. But when I emphasize on reciprocity, I do not mean equal in measure or weight. I mean equal in value. You have to know what the other person values. So for a relationship to thrive, there has to be give and take. Given what is equally valuable to the other party. Love can mean different things to so many different people. The way you want to be loved can be different from the way the other person wants to be loved. What you see love as, the way you interpret love to be, can be different from the way your significant other defines love as. Therefore, I would like to talk about love languages. Love languages refer to the different ways in which people interpret or see love. I will not be able to go into this in much details. For further reading and understanding, you can check out the book The Five Love Languages by renowned best-selling author Gary Chapman. He explains all of the five love languages. But for the purpose of this podcast, I will simply highlight the five love languages and maybe touch on one or two of them. These five love languages can be different for two partners. So the way one partner wants to be loved or the way the love language that one partner has may be different from the love language that another partner has. Also, a person may have more than one love language. We call this the primary and the secondary love language. The primary being the main way that the person wants to be loved while the secondary is also another way the person wants to be loved, but the primary definitely takes utmost importance. So you need to understand first your own love language, how you interpret love as, how you see love as, then you understand how the other person sees love. So then you know your love language, you understand your partner's love language, and you also need to communicate this. Tell your partner what your love language is. Now just expect them to read your mind or to just simply know. (laughs) Contrary to what you might think, people are not mind readers. Leave it to sci-fi to think of mind reading as a cool superpower. Yeah, I know I have wished it before. I wish I could read minds at some point in my life. Anyway, without further ado, I would simply like to highlight the five love languages. Firstly, we have words of affirmation acts of service, quality time, physical touch, and gifts. So I'll talk about a few of those. As for physical touch, I would like to emphasize that physical touch does not in any way equate to sex. Physical touch comes in various forms. It could be a hug, a handshake, a loving pat on the back or on the arm. Also, talking about gifts. I know people could tend to be materialistic or take advantage of this, but giving gifts does never, does not ever have to be something exorbitant. You determine what the cost of that gift should be, but it has to be something the other person would value or cherish. Whoever has gifts as their love language would definitely appreciate something no matter how little it is. But it has to be something that has meaning, not necessarily something that is expensive. Whatever sacrifice is done without speaking the right or appropriate language would be in vain. Take for instance, 
someone whose love language is words of affirmation, but you keep pumping them with gifts without speaking the right words. The person will end up telling you they do not feel loved by you and you keep wondering, but why? I'm generous. I'm doing this and that. I'm spending so much. I'm, I'm, I'm giving so many gifts. But until you understand what that person's love language is and how they receive love, you won't be able to truly communicate that you love and respect that person. Sacrifice is for each other, to each other, to foster something that works, that is a long-lasting communica- commitment to a relationship. The dream is forever after, always and forever. Sacrifice in itself is costly. However, like I said earlier, you determine what the cost should be. Seek to give your 100%. By all means, give your all. But if you're guessing just 1% in return, this calls for a checkmate. So checkmate yourself and checkmate your significant other. How are things going? Is the giving and taking reciprocal? Is one person just giving and the other just taking? It has to go both ways. Stay blessed, stay loved. Bye-bye.